Welcome to Register. Um, today we'll be talking about uh, varsity unemployment insurance. And I have a guest with me, um, a very good friend of mine, uh, Pepper. And he seemed to, to, to be having quite a, a um, really profound insight with regard to this concept or rather this approach on solving the current um, problems that a lot of graduates are facing post COVID-19 or rather as a result of COVID-19. Uh, Pepper, welcome. Um, thank you. Thank you, um, Reggie or um, Reginald to be politically correct. Thank you for having me on the show. Proper, proper. Um, proper. It seems to be a concept, or rather, some just an idea that you came about with regard to varsity unemployment insurance. How can you rather tell me more about it and how you wish um, that can unfold? And uh, probably, potentially, uh, as we discuss, we'll talk about how it can impact positively the lives of graduates in South Africa. Um, all right, sure. Um, firstly, uh, just a good evening to um, all the listeners out there. Uh, and um, I'm very privileged to be here on the Reggie Show. Um, so just to get straight into it, I, I mean, I, 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 I think it would be helpful to maybe give uh, a bit of context as to how I reached, you know, this 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 groundbreaking idea. Um, and I mean, I I I I I I'm I'm just very humbled, really, um, to 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 everybody, you know, just on social media. I mean, it's not a lot of people, but the the reaction I got from this idea. Um, you know, just putting it out there just as a sort of a personal, um, you know, just a personal sort of uh, social uh, project. The, the, the responses I've, I've gotten have been very, very positive in the sense that, you know, a lot of, a lot of the time we, we look at the way things are and we know that there could be something improved upon, but the difficult part often is to really just you know put yourself out there as a as an individual or or a collective and to and to be vocal about it so this 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 idea really stems from my passion um recent passion i've had um just researching and um you know digging deeper into the idea of uh you know universal basic income which is yeah which is now pretty much like a global thing it's not it's not um taboo anymore uh it's it's probably probably as as um less taboo as speaking about you know mental health and depression issues um has become because of how um whether people would like to admit it or not uh because of this uh situation that the COVID-19 has forced people into globally to rethink the economic uh, 
I suppose the economic uh, inequalities and the economic flaws in our in our economic system and our labor um, our labor markets about you know what what is the best way really to propel people from university to into the world of work without during this the drink or rather during this interim period let's call it a, an interim period because we we are in a transition mode now i don't i don't really see a lot of drastic changes happening at the moment uh, in terms of the real disastrous effects of uh, covid 19 um very anytime soon but i i do feel that it, it has given um a lot of you know a lot of economists a lot of um you know scientists a lot of uh, activists lobbyists time to think about ideas that can maybe really be um prominent now in the way we shape uh the future uh post covid you know in, in south africa but like i said this is probably also a global issue seeing that global and un- global youth unemployment is something that's now increasingly affecting the whole world uh even the the the, the first world or, or or the west whatever you want to call it as opposed to just the developing world mm, mm, mm. With regard to this varsity unemployment insurance, how do you um, hope it will it will roll out, and what do you think it will actually uh, achieve? And because I, I, I can imagine myself being that unemployed um, graduate and listening to this. What is it that um, I can benefit from this uh, varsity unemployment insurance and how will it roll out? Yes, um, well, look, Reggie, basically, this is not something really um, revolutionary. It's, it's, it's as, um, or rather, I don't think it's as revolutionary as the idea of just a straight, a basic um, universal basic income like they have in in regions like Denmark for instance and a lot of Scandinavian countries where you mm-hmm. not only is university free mm-hmm. but um, but you you also have access to a um, you know a basic income grant a month should you want to leave your job that you're say mm-hmm. unhappy in or just know completely unsuited for um and take some time off in order mm. to um figure out mm. how you can um realign your 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 skills or 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 whatever your expertise in order to re-enter the job market now we know that obviously mm. living is money i mean every every day we live costs mm. you money and if it's not costing you money, it's costing somebody else money. Unfortunately, um, no matter how, um, mm. you, no matter how uh, frugally or you know minimally you're you're living. So there, um, in in Denmark mm. now to ease the burden, they 
this is a 2018 figure now i think it's 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 i think a 2000 euros if i'm not mistaken that they offer every person who mm. who would be eligible for this grant you know should they either be you know continuously unemployed um you know post um uh, graduation or should they leave their job to pursue you know another sort of career mm. career path you know that just that basic money that um, enables you mm. to that basic stipend that enables you to love you know to pay you know to pay for your rent or i mean should you be living with um you know with caretakers or relatives then at least to at least pave your stay with them you know given that mm. i mean the situation is not mm. always you know uh you know the ideal sort of secure scenario and often caretakers have to uh you know take 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 this um take this caretaking role um you know whether whether the the financial situation mm. is ideal or not so ultimately it, it just relieves mm. a lot of stress off of everybody and we know that stress is probably the number mm. one not number one or, or one of the most uh prominent causes of you know mental health problems um or, or depression or you know uh, pathologies associated with with you know um continuous um sort of uh you know abnormal stress level so mm. to bring it back home this would basically be a form of that basic income just that i've been thinking about mm. framing it in a in a particular you know in a particular format that would make it very applicable to a place like south africa where we know that this problem is, mm, is mm. has been very pervasive for a very long time it's 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 affected uh people that i know personally it's also affected me and in, 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 in some other way mm. it's not something very remote uh for the average mm. um now um mm. you know university graduate especially if they're um of color you know if they if they are mm. uh, someone of color mm. Mm. so so it's it's uif basically you mm. know but it's uif before the fact not after the fact now mm. that we know that mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah that this this this, this investment in now uh, getting a degree it's 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 either very financially strenuous on the guardian or parent and if a mm. uh, student is on is on a nasfas mm. program or whatever else then it's obviously burdensome for the state and we we whether it's the state or private mm-hmm. individuals or whatever it is we obviously there's no person in the world who doesn't want to make their rand count or their rand mm. count so yeah and i must say that the, this will be such a great initiative and um to credit you as well uh, for having thought of this and imagined how it can be able to relieve a bit of pressure amongst the graduates and it seems as though that uh, a lot of the time the government is paying attentions on on maybe um 
the graduates when they're still studying and the workers when mm. they have or rather stopped working and uh, with regard to UIF and NSFAS. And I'm looking at it from that standpoint with regard to maybe contribution. Who will therefore contribute? Well, that's a good question. So essentially, the way I had um, imagined it uh, is that the the or rather the the fund the source of funding would obviously come from the person responsible for the fees. So I just want to um, reiterate for anybody who may have misunderstood uh, you know my my post on on the social media that I wasn't suggesting that the universities would fund us out of their own pockets. No, that's why I re I framed it or tried to frame it as UIF um, so that we can think of it as UIF in practice, that the university is the trustee, so to speak, just as it works in the world of um, work, that the, that the employer, or well, in this case, the university, the university as the trustee, then is responsible for keeping a percentage of the tuition each year towards that fund. So let's just say hypothetically it's it's 5% or 10%, you know. I was just playing with figures, but but it was just to kind of get mm. people to 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 think about, you know, how it could possibly work and try to relate it to, you know, some sort of a, a UIF scheme. And then the university then would be responsible for dispersing that that um, mm. that uh, uh, that insurance uh, premium or whatever you want to call it once a graduate has um, graduated. You know, so a 10% of the half a million um, that mm. would have been spent on their education to go towards their um, to go towards their Mm. Um, their bank account or whatever, or to go to go towards yeah, it's it's for their benefit, in order for them to not be, um, you know, absolutely, um, in a you know disastrous or precarious um, financial situation while looking for jobs, and we all know that I mean it's if if you if you are a graduate and black, you're very lucky to get a job straight mm. out of varsity, generally. You know, we can get into specifics. We all know, yeah, certain professions are mm. more than the critical skills field, and therefore, uh, you know, uh, would be, um, a, you know, wouldn't necessarily reflect the general sort of, um, you know, struggle or waiting time to to get into the labor market. But basically, a safety mm. net. And after all, you know, not mm. not everybody necessarily wants to. Mm get straight into the world of work after you know job hunting for like six months you know i mean people are creative people are entrepreneurial and um you mustn't forget that you know those those are the um mm. those are the individuals that will ultimately in future contribute towards um you know a growing economy an innovative economy um, which isn't reliant on, you know, like, um, which is, which isn't too reliant on, 
you know, just uh, being hired, you know, like industry, industry, um, job, job growth and, and all that where mm. people can really just be able to not or rather to know that they have enough money to at least get on their feet and try to start something maybe even with their friends or you know the you know the classmates from varsity that they can you know create that sort of um um sense of you know self-reliance yeah. that you know young people don't have to be so reliant on being employed and usually it's mm. it's, it's by very um very uh foreign alien agents or forces uh and older too that that mm. we just mm. that we don't that you know that we don't um recognize or that we're not familiar with you know since most of since most of the wealth um is and, and, and you know to, mm. to 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 just show that it's not a racial issue most of the wealth how we look at it is in the hands of older um citizens you know older south africans so now the problem is how do we now distribute the wealth so that mm. the wealth can trickle down to the younger generation so that we make it um so that we make it about the actual future not about um you mm. know the past not about okay no it's, it's this race that race has most of the money you need to redistribute to this race because of apartheid mm. this or that although it obviously plays a, a huge role but now it's, it's just to get us thinking about the future now and with the fourth industrial revolution and everything it's going to be hard for government or just private mm. sector or even universities i mean to ignore the changing world of work and and isn't it about time that maybe we kind of hold universities to not to account mm. but mm. to kind of hold them to a sort of higher standard now in 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 being involved in this um issue of unemployment mm. Mm. and i do think that you're raising quite great points i remember uh, uber used to um sponsor students who were going for interviews and rather uh, giving them free rides when they were going for interviews as an attempt to to solve um maybe the financial constraints with regards to going to interviews because a lot of students couldn't show up for interviews because of lack of finance um or funds with regard to uh paying for fares to go to interviews and i do think that we uh, to some extent as you mentioned and we should vehemently so um involve universities because it can't be that universities just just draw money from student and there is no contribution thereafter and um the government thereof paid uh, the university the money that was due for student and the only thing that student have gotten from that transaction has been only debts and a piece of paper which is called degree uh, with the hope that they will be employed whenever employment opportunities shows up uh, unemployment um, insurance can be able to help maybe students to survive in the meantime while they're still searching for jobs or rather 
uh, help them to empower themselves in creating jobs for other students. But then um, maybe with regard to um, understanding how it will go about, how can we be able to channel it um, in a manner that doesn't become exclusive? Because we have issues with regard to BEE, we have issues with regard to empowerment, where women are more empowered more than men, and that can obviously easily be um, confused to be something that uh, can be of um, maybe just a specific group base. Uh, how can we do that? Well, to be honest, I think the way um, I'd envision this would be such that it would hopefully naturally solve all the problems of, you know, um, you know, discrimination and prejudice, because I feel like a lot of the time it doesn't take too much to create a model that can just naturally somehow at mm. least work for everybody in some other way, you know, and, and I think that's the problem we've had in in South Africa for a long time with um, with a lot of these affirmative action policies or just policies just to um, address um, you know the the imbalances or you know imbalances or um, you know uh, inequalities of the past that it, it doesn't really it doesn't really require um, prioritizing one thing I think it's it's possible to prioritize all forms of mm. um, inequalities and to create a model that can hopefully somehow address mm. all of them at once and the fact that this would be a, a, a scheme that would be um, eligible to every or any single mm. uh, kind of graduate that that would be a a mode of at least ensuring that at least you've tried to create a what I call a a, a mm. an equal head start. The idea of perfect equality I don't think is, is is something realistic or it's possible or it's something that we should be spending our our, our in it, most of our energy on because I, I don't think it's 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 a it's a, it's a realistic um, uh, vision or ideal, but it is a lot more realistic to create mm. um, equality of opportunities, where at least once everybody's got that piece of paper that we call a degree, at least we know given the 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 climate with the economy and everything and our junk status uh, and, uh, you know, uh, our, our, our 30, whatever, 29%, mm. 30% employment rate uh, and 55% black youth um, employment rate, which is, I think, one of the highest in the world, that at least we know that there have been mechanisms in place to at least really now you know every step of the way try to uh try to prioritize that equal head start um uh, uh ideal or dream for for young people so that mm. it doesn't just become a one-off thing 
like okay let's try to redress inequality oh okay i'm sure you you know affirmative action in university will help no but it doesn't help because what's the purpose of the degree because you want to gain employment to earn a livelihood in order to uh be a participant in the economy i must say that where there's a lot to dissect from this conversation and i hope we do so in the next podcast and this has been such a great discussion with regard to one both your proposal to and how it will uh, better benefit the graduates who uh, might suffer from this covid uh, uh, post covid 19 uh, saga and literally just themselves post um their own graduation um i just want to say thank you so much for coming through to the show and i really appreciate your contribution yeah sure not a problem reggie i mean end of the day what i'm advocating for is that everybody can be safe and um sure that the piece of paper the degree can be um worth more than the parchment it was printed on proper proper thank you so much my good sir